the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Just as the brothers of Joseph go to Joseph for salvation during the seven years of famine, and Joseph's true identity is revealed to his brothers during the seven years of tribulation that will come, the Jewish people will turn to Jesus Christ for salvation. They will finally realize that Jesus Christ is their Messiah. And they'll put their faith and trust in him. So Joseph is a picture of Christ. Many of us would agree that one of the most enjoyable parts of studying the Bible is when we come across examples or metaphors of Christ. As you're probably well aware, Joseph is perhaps one of the most prominent individuals that point us to Jesus. As Pastor Dan discusses in his message today, the life of Joseph and his role during the Great Famine allude to many things. In his study, you'll gain a better understanding of how Joseph not only points us to Christ, but the famine speaks of the end times. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 42 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Genesis 42, verse 1 says, When Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, Jacob said to his sons, Why do you look at one another? (laughs) And he said, Indeed, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down to that place and buy for us there that we may live and not die. And so Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt, but Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers, for he said, Lest some calamity befall him. And the sons of Israel went to buy grain among those who journeyed, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. Now Joseph was governor over the land, and it was he who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their faces to the earth. And Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he acted as a stranger to them and spoke roughly to them. Then he said to them, where do you come from? And they said, from the land of Canaan to buy food. And so Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. And then Joseph remembered the dreams, which he had dreamed about them and said to them, you are spies. You have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said to him, No, my Lord, but your servants have come to buy food. We are all one man's sons. We are honest men. Your servants are not spies. But he said to them, No, but you have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said, Your servants are twelve brothers, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And in fact, the youngest is with our father today, and one is no more. But Joseph said to them, It is as I spoke to you, saying you are spies. 
In this manner you shall be tested. By the life of Pharaoh, you shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of you and let him bring your brother, and you shall be kept in prison, that your words may be tested to see whether there is any truth in you. Or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. And so he put them all together in prison three days. And then Joseph said to them the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers be confined to your prison house, but you go and carry grain from the famine for the famine of your houses and bring your youngest brother to me so your words will be verified and you shall not die. And they did so. Then they said to one another, We are truly guilty concerning our brother, for we saw the anguish of his soul when he pleaded with us, and we would not hear. Therefore, this distress has come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Did I not speak to you, saying, Do not sin against the boy? And you would not listen? Therefore, behold, his blood is now required of us. But they did not know that Joseph understood them, for he spoke to them through an interpreter, and he turned himself away from them and wept. And then he returned to them again and talked with them, and he took Simeon from them and bound him before their eyes. And then Joseph gave a command to fill their sacks with grain, to restore every man's money to his sack, and to give them provisions for the journey. Thus he did for them. And so they loaded their donkeys with the grain and departed from there. But as one of them opened his sack to give his donkey feed at the encampment, he saw his money, and there it was in the mouth of his sack. And so he said to his brothers, My money has been restored, and there it is in my sack. Then their hearts failed them, and they were afraid, saying to one another, What is this that God has done to us? Then they went to Jacob, their father in the land of Canaan and told him all that had happened to them saying the man who is Lord of the land spoke roughly to us and took us for spies of the country but we said to him we are honest men we are not spies we are 12 brothers sons of our father one is no more and the youngest is with our father this day in the land of Canaan then the man the Lord of the country said to us by this I will know that you are honest men Leave one of your brothers here with me. Take food for the famine of your households and be gone and bring your youngest brother to me so I shall know that you are not spies, but that you are honest men and I will grant your brother to you and you may trade in the land. And then it happened as they emptied their sacks that surprisingly each man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid And Jacob, their father, said to them, you have bereaved me. Joseph is no more. Simeon is no more. And you want to take Benjamin. All these things are against me. And then Reuben spoke to his father, saying, kill my two sons if I do not bring him back to you. Put him in my hands and I will bring him back to you. But he said, my son shall not go down with you for his brother is dead and he is left alone. If any calamity should befall him along the way in which you go, then you would bring down my gray hair with sorrow to the grave. Lord, we thank you for your word and we thank you, Lord, just as we see your providence in Joseph's life and your sovereignty in Joseph's life and your hand upon his life for all of these years. And uh, Lord, we pray and ask that your Holy Spirit would be our teacher 
and that you would open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to your word today, as always, Lord, and we ask that your spirit would be upon me to teach your word, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. So in chapter 42, Joseph comes face to face with his brothers uh, who sold him into slavery when he was 17 years old. Uh, It's been more than 20 years since Joseph last saw his brothers that terrible day when they sold him. Joseph is now the second most powerful man in Egypt. And the Middle East is in the midst of a a seven-year famine. Because of Joseph's wisdom, Egypt prepared for the seven years of famine by storing up food during the seven years of of plenty, So there's an abundance of grain in Egypt. God put Joseph in this position in Egypt to not only save Egypt, but more importantly to save his family, Israel. And it's from his family, Israel, that the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, will one day come. And so God is preserving his plan of salvation here. Through Joseph. The seven year famine is a picture or a type of the seven years of tribulation that will come upon the earth at the end of the age. Uh, the tribulation will be a seven year period when God will pour out his wrath upon this world because of this world's rebellion against God. Uh, And the tribulation is described in detail in Revelation chapter 6 to 19. And this is a picture of that. This is a a type of it here in Genesis. Just as the brothers of Joseph go to Joseph for salvation during the seven years of famine, and Joseph's true identity is revealed to his brothers during the seven years of tribulation that will come, the Jewish people will turn to Jesus Christ. For salvation. And they will finally realize that Jesus Christ is their Messiah. And they'll put their faith and trust in him. And so Joseph is a picture of Christ. In Acts chapter 7, verses 9 to 13, there Stephen is giving a sermon and he's going through Israel's history and he's pointing out in his sermon how quite often in the Old Testament, the Jewish people would reject a savior that God would send to them the first time and then receive that same savior a second time. The second time the savior appears. And he mentions Joseph in Acts chapter 7. He says, And the patriarchs, becoming envious, sold Joseph into Egypt. But God was with him and delivered him out of all of his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. And now a famine and great trouble came over all the land of Egypt and Canaan. And our fathers found no sustenance. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers first. And the second time, Joseph was made known to his brothers. Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. Joseph was despised and rejected. By his brothers, but during the seven year famine, Joseph was made known to his brothers and he saved his brothers. Jesus was despised and rejected by his brothers, the Jewish people, 
but he will be made known to them during the tribulation period and will save them. Romans 11 says, and all Israel will be saved during that time. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer requests with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now let's finish today's message. Verse 1 tells us how the brothers of Joseph came down to Egypt. Look at verse 1 again. It says, When Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, Jacob said to his sons, Why do you look at one another? And he said, Indeed, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down to that place and buy for us there that we may live and not die. There was no food in Canaan because of the famine. And Jacob said to his sons, why are you looking at each other? (laughs) Go down to Egypt and buy us some food before we die. You know, spoken like a true father to his sons, right? What are you just sitting there for? Looking at each other. Do something. Jacob will make a few kind of dad statements in this chapter that are kind of funny, I think. But I don't want you to miss what is happening here in verse 1 with the sons of Jacob. Again, there's a famine in the land. They're starving. They're going to die if they don't get some food soon. And what are the sons of Jacob doing? They're just sitting there looking at each other. In other words, they are not doing anything to address the problem. They got a big problem here. And they're not doing anything to address the problem. They're they're just looking at each other, paralyzed by the famine, hoping something changes, hoping things improve, but they're not taking action to change anything or to solve the problem. And sometimes we can do the same thing. Sometimes we can do the same thing where we find ourselves in a situation that that is maybe harmful or toxic or destructive, It's like a famine of sorts that is slowly sucking the life out of us and we don't do anything about it. We don't do anything to try to change it. We just stay in the same place. We just stay in the famine. And you you know people like that. You, You know someone that every time you talk to them, they tell you about the same old problem that they've always had. They tell you about the famine. And, and, and you realize that man, they're, they're not doing anything to try to fix their situation. They're not doing anything to try to change their, their circumstances. And every time you see them and talk to them, they, they, they just tell you more about the famine. No, I asked you about your family, not your famine. I just, you know. And it, it can be draining on you, too. Like, oh, here comes that person. Oh, I've got to hear what's going on now with this. And, but they're not even trying to do anything. To get out of it. I think a good question to ask that person is, well, what are you doing to solve this problem? What, are you, what, are you, what, what changes are you making? How are you addressing this? 
So Joseph's ten, ten brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt, but Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers, for he said, lest some calamity befall him. This is another funny thing for Jacob to say. You know, you boys can go, but Benjamin, your brother's going to stay here because I don't want anything bad to happen to him. Well, what about us, Dad? I mean, come on. Jacob keeps Benjamin home because Joseph and Benjamin were the only two sons of Jacob and Rachel. And Rachel has passed away. Uh, Jacob believes that Joseph is dead. And so Benjamin is the only family left from his marriage to Rachel, and he doesn't want anything to happen to Benjamin. And so he says, you know, Benjamin can't go. He's going to stay. I'm not, I don't want to take any risks with, with something happening to Benjamin. So you boys go. Your, your brother Benjamin, the youngest son, he's going to stay. Verse 5, and the sons of Israel went to buy grain. Look what it says. Among those who journeyed, for the famine was in the land of, of Canaan. So there were large numbers of people from the land of Canaan who went down to Egypt to buy food because of the famine, and there are actually Egyptian writings from the time that talk about this seven-year famine and talk about people coming from other nations, other lands to Egypt to buy food, confirming what the Bible says. And then in verse 6, Joseph comes face to face with his brothers. Now Joseph was governor over the land, and it was he who sold to all the people of the land, and Joseph's brothers came, look what it says, and they bowed down before him with their faces to the earth. Do you remember Joseph's dreams? When he was a kid, when he was a teenager, back in chapter 37, remember his brother's sheaves bowed down to his sheaf? Joseph had that dream more than 20 years ago. And think about all the things that have happened in Joseph's lives, his, his life during that 20 years, all of, all of the twists and turns and trials and ups and downs, and, and now that dream is coming true. His brothers show up one day, and they bow down before him. And what thoughts must have flooded Joseph's mind in that moment when he saw his brothers and, and recognized them, and they came in, and they bowed before him, and that those dreams came to mind. Maybe for the first time, Joseph could see and understand the sovereignty of God and his life and see how God orchestrated all of those events that happened to him over the last 20 years to, to bring him to this place and to put him in this position for this day and for this event when his brothers show up. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28, a verse that we know so well, for God works all things together for good, for those who are called by God and love God. And maybe Joseph can see the good now. The good that came out of everything that happened to him with his brother selling him into slavery and being brought down to Egypt and sold to Potiphar and Potiphar's wife and that whole thing and the false accusation and Potiphar throwing him into prison and that conversation, that one conversation in the prison with the butler and then Pharaoh's dream and being appointed governor of Egypt and this whole famine thing and, and all those things in Joseph's life were, were leading to this. 
And he can see it now. Verse 7 says, Joseph recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize Joseph. For one thing, 20 years have gone by. They never expected to see Joseph in the position of governor of, of Egypt. Plus, Joseph was a teenager when they sold him into slavery. Now he's almost 40 years old, and he's dressed like an Egyptian. He talked like an Egyptian. He walked like an Egyptian. You know, the whole thing here. But I want you, listen, I want you to put yourself in Joseph's sandals for a moment. His position. You have the opportunity to take revenge on your brothers who have, who have wronged you. You have the opportunity for vengeance. So what do you do? Man. What do you do if you're Joseph? I don't know about you, but there is a part of me that wants Joseph to say to his brothers, I am Joseph, the eleventh son of my father, Jacob, the grandson of Isaac, the great-grandson of Abraham, your brother that you sold into slavery. And today I will have my vengeance. You know, prepare to die kind of thing, you know. Or at the very least, I want Joseph to say, I'm not giving you any food. Get out of here. I don't ever want to see your face here again. Joseph is much more godly than us. Joseph has the power to do whatever he wants to do to his brothers. He's, got, he's, the, he's the second most powerful man in Egypt. He's got the power to exact vengeance on his brothers, to take revenge here. And Joseph chooses forgiveness. He chooses forgiveness. He's got the power to destroy them, but he chooses forgiveness and reconciliation. Romans 12, 19 says, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And Joseph chooses forgiveness over wrath. He chooses forgiveness over revenge. He chooses reconciliation and pursuing reconciliation with his brothers. Verse 7 says, Joseph saw his brothers and he recognized them, but he acted as a stranger to them and spoke roughly to them. And he's speaking through an interpreter. He's speaking Egyptian. Then he said to them, where do you come from? And they said, from the land of Canaan to buy food. So Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. And then Joseph remembered the dreams, which he had dreamed about them. And he said to them, you you are spies. You have come to see the nakedness uh, of the land. Now, at the time, uh, the the Canaanites often made raids into Egyptian cities. Uh, So for him to make the accusation that they're spies, that's actually something that, you know, was happening at the time. In fact, in Egyptian writings from the time, 
Uh, the Egyptians referred to the Canaanites as throat slitters. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Genesis verse by verse, chapter by chapter, and we encourage you to keep reading on your own. As you go through Genesis, it's important to not lose sight of the bigger picture of God's plan. You get some valuable insights into God's character through this book and how he interacts and intercedes with those he's created. Would you like to listen to more teachings from this series or explore other message series from God's Word? If so, visit our website, calvaryec.com. You can also subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast. It's a great way to keep connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you every time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We also want to encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your walk with the Lord. It's important to spend time in fellowship with other believers. The body of Christ functions best together after all. If you're ever in or near the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Visit calvaryec.com to find directions and get more information about joining us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. That's all we have time for today. Tune in next time to continue this study in Genesis right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.